I am pushing the button. And we are doing what we do. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, all those good, fine things. We are waiting. Once you get over there. I'm right here. Well, you just go ahead and you start playing so that we can get you out of your, yeah. Will be uh, uh, New Year's 
we're going to have a time of celebration and thanksgiving for the year. And so those are the things that we have coming up here in the next uh, few months, or the next month. It's coming up on the last month of 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dear granny is here. She's going to pray for us in just a few moments. I got some things that I want to put on the prayer list, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to be thankful this morning. I'm thankful this morning. I don't know if you watched the life and or the celebration of life for First Lady Rosalind Carter on <laughs> these past few days, but that was a beautiful experience to for me as a little youngster to get the privilege to understand some of the things that she did in her life as her time uh, in the political spotlight was before I was born. I didn't remember all of them either, though. Uh, I didn't remember all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a beautiful thing. And she's been with that man 77 years. How can you put up with one person that long? God have mercy on You got oh, 75 oh, more to go. Yeah, Lord <laughs> have mercy. You got Sometimes I can't put up with people seventy seven minutes. So I don't know how to did it. seven years. And so we're thankful for that. Also, uh, many folks do not know, uh, even in the Pentecostal movement do not know, uh, the life of a one of the uh famous African American bishops, Bishop Carlton Pearson, uh, who uh, was very instrumental in the merger uh, I like to say between uh, black and white church. Uh, before him, there was this uh, kind of uh, struggle, if you please, between the black and the white church. And so he he was able to, through his work, merge those two worlds together. And he has passed on as well. And uh, we're praying for this morning for the comfort of the president, uh, the former president, is. Seventy-seven years is a long time to be with one person, and, and so she is gone now. And we're praying for his comfort, and and that whatever should happen at the end of that will happen on his behalf. Also, for the twenty twenty-four elections, the silly season has started now, and uh, so we're uh, praying that we won't get caught up in the noise, but that everybody will be able to make informed decisions. Uh, based upon what they believe in their convictions. Over in Palestine, we're grateful for the release of the hostages, and we're even thankful that uh, there's talks of this conflict coming to an end. That is something to be grateful for. And for those already in winter warnings, you know, Mama Bell's got a couple mink coats she can lend out for people who cold, but... uh, (laughs) We're praying for those folks, especially in New York. They just got some snow, and they're having a crisis up there because uh, embedded in their constitution is a uh, a we take all. That's not exactly how it's said, but I'm just saying this way: we take all policies. If anybody comes in looking for housing, their constitution says they have to accept it, and you know that's where Governor Hot Wheels, aka Governor. Uh, a boy from Texas, can't think of his name right now. All I know, he's in a wheelchair. 
Uh, but, you know, he put all the people on the bus and sent them to New York. And so now they're in the streets, and he's trying to figure out Mayor Adams up there, Eric Adams, my namesake, uh, except he spells his with a C because he didn't know it would be different. But they're trying to figure out where to put the people in in this, this weather, so we're thankful, praying for them and thankful for the decisions that they're making to try to make things better. And here in Norfolk, for those who keep our city safe and clean and operating, uh, we're focused on everybody being able to. There was some stress I heard down at the council last night about certain people and uh, certain communities not being able to get a living wage in the city and, and certain workers that work for the city having to struggle. So we're uh, prayerful for the outcome of those things. And also we're thankful that the uh, Eisenhower, which is a care carrier group, most of those people are stationed here. These are our kids, our grandkids, our sons, our daughters, our brothers, our sisters. Uh, they are safely heading through the Persian Gulf and making their way back. And finally, those of you, most of you like Channel 3 News, or 13 News, should I say, and you'll know that Nicole Levin is leaving. And uh, so she's asking and thanking and, and got everybody on the Internet, you know, asking and appreciating her for her time of, of uh, bringing us the news and information. So the dog is getting settled in, which means that that's time for us to have a little prayer time. My granny will will do that, if she don't mind. We put all our petitions out, and, and she can pray over us if she doesn't mind. In thee, O oh Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Most holy and all-wise fathers, we come this morning. We come putting our trust in you. Knowing, God, that you are the author and the finish of all things. We know, God, that you see all things, you hear all things, and you understand all things. And, God, as we come, we lift up the petitions as our pastor has laid out. And we ask asking you to intercede in every petition. We ask asking you, God, to bless your people. God, you know those that's crying out to you for help. Because we need you, God. And we need you to intercede and to work out every situation. Only you, only you can fix these situations. And, God, we trust in you this morning, and we're putting it in your hands. God, we just pray for everyone that's here this morning that have petitions, oh, God, those that spoken and those that have not spoken of them. But you know their hearts, God. You know this burdens of their hearts. You know the imagination of their hearts. You know all about them, God. And we lift it all up before you this morning, and we are saying thank you in advance. We thank you, God, because we know you're going to work out every situation. We know, God, that you are in every situation, and we can just tell you thank you. We just want to thank you this morning. We thank you this morning. We praise you this morning for all things, God, because, God, we know that you understand it all. We don't understand it, but, God, we put our trust in you. Excuse me. Trust in you, knowing that you are in control of all things. We just praise you this morning. Look on us, oh, God. We need your help. We need your 
healing power this morning. We need your strength this morning. And, oh, God, we tell you thank you in advance. We praise you and we magnify your name. And we give your name all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. We want to, we want to, uh, uh, we want to, uh, Do that when you get it. Uh, we'll be all right. Okay. Romans chapter 3, verse 20 says, For no one will be justified in his sight by the works of the law, because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. Uh, this morning, if I can spend some time, afternoon, evening, however this finds you, uh, I want to focus on uh, some things that are going on in the world, in the Christian world, if you please, and I'm going to do this very quickly. Uh, I was listening, I very rarely do this, but I happen to do this uh, sometimes, spend some time listening to, uh, as they like to say, 46 minus one. And in listening to him, uh, he made a statement, and, and this is probably the reason why I listened to him, because I'd never heard this statement before. He made a statement where, if you recall, when he was speaking about his enemies, he called them vermin. Vermin. People perceived as being despicable, like wild animals. They caused problems in and for the rest of society, just infecting the culture with political poison, as some like to say which needs to be extinguished. That's what his focus, to extinguish the vermin. That is a Nazi term, to be honest with you, exactly. that came from the likes of Hitler and the Third Reich and the dawn of the World War II. But that's not what I want to focus on my attention. I want to focus on this article that I was reading about why the Christian church has still held on to this man. Now, this is not talking politics. Is not trying to sway your position or remove your conviction. 
but is asking a question. If the real reason for us holding on to this man is because we are bound by our Christian values, then how are you holding on to a man who completely contradicts every Christian value, every principle, the Bible by which we are supposed to be basing our foundation on, speaks on. But then you realize as you study history, Solomon argued one day, vanity, vanity, all is vanity, there's nothing new under the sun. He talked about that, if you remember. That all throughout history, there has been these moments of, yeah, where the church has distanced itself from the common man. The fervor, or the main reason for the 95 theses and the genesis of the Lutheran church that was founded upon the principles of Martin Luther was based on this reality, that the church had become more political and more distant from the ideas and ideals of the humankind, of all humankind. And so I plead people today. What are you what are you looking for politically? What are you looking for in a society? What what are you hoping for? I asked my Christian brothers and sisters, some of them in my family, what are you hoping for? Is this about tax cuts? Is this about the fact that liberals are using your money to pay for things that you may not agree with. You know, this is America. We do a lot of things with, with public money that we probably don't agree with. A whole lot of folks don't agree with the whole idea of food stamps. So what is it? Now, some will say, well, well, Mr. Barrett, I don't understand why you keep bringing that politics into church. I'm just asking a holistic, humane question. About human rights here. It's about the sanctity of people here. I count throughout my life that my first presidential campaign where I had the right to vote, I selected uh, Mr. GW43. And uh, he's a Republican, by the way. And uh, that was on the second go-round. And part of that was because of 9-11. Now there's political debate about uh, the reaction to that. We definitely don't have to get into that. I would prefer not to, if you don't mind. But I voted for him on that principle. And what I'm saying is that I'm not one of them liberals, if you please, that just hates everything Republican. But I'm asking a question. 
as a supposed, as I say that loosely, because according to certain folks in certain communities, uh, they're questioning my religion now because I vote for more blue folks. But I ask the question, as a human, as a person who believes in the first outright commandment, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul. And the second is as great as the first. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. <clears throat> so that being said, that being the first and the centerpiece of the commandment, the centerpiece so that is written twice in both testaments. So if you want to contradict those who want to say, well, Mr. Barrett, there's the Old Testament and then there's the New Testament. And the Old Testament's got some stuff and the New Testament's got some stuff. But this is written in both, so now everybody can have a piece of the pie. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and the second is as great as the first. Love your neighbor. Care for your community people. That's my question that I ask today. We can go into all details and all the mumbo jumbo. We can go all throughout history and talk about the Pope and talk about uh, all these different people, the Catholics. We can do all that, but it all comes down to one question. Are we the faith that loves power? Because that's what it seemingly is about these days. Are we the faith that loves people? That's the question that I'm asking. That's the question that many are asking. As we head into Advent season starting on Sunday, we celebrate the birth of our Lord his gift, God's gift to the world. My prayer is that we will take this idea and hide it deep within our soul. So we'll think about these principles and these truths. That's what I hope. That's what I pray for. And now... May the grace of our Lord and Savior that has woken us up on this cold, 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 cold Wednesday morning. May he rest, rule, and abide and bless Mama Belle and all her meekness, all in me. May they be beautiful and not just on her body, but may they be beautiful in her soul. May her heart be blessed. May Granny's heart be blessed. And all the folks who are listening and all the folks who will listen, may all the hearts and minds be blessed. Until we meet again on the day that we celebrate as the Lord. 
Day. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Amen.